Special edition Comic Vine podcast for the week beginning July 21st, 2013. I'm Tony Guerrero, editor <laughs> Laughing at my face, in my face, here is Matt Everything is Blurry. <laughs> Com. Dot com. I have my own website now? Yes. Oh, that's Matt great. Matt is here. Hi. Hi, Tony. Also here is Greg. K4TZ ABCMN4. That's exactly what it is. Hello, Comic Vine people. And on the other side of the room, editing videos, is Andy Bowman. Or bus or car. I like to think she took a boat. Or pedicab. Pedicab? Pedibike. Pedibike. I think it was a Segway, actually. Segways. Whatever those things are. So, there were some comics came out last week. Mm -hmm. I think a couple came out. One or two. Uh, I read, I read X Files season ten number two. Okay. I read What If AVX number yes, two. I also read that. I read Just Leave America number six. I also read that. As did I. I read. Did Red Sonia come out last week? The new uh, the Gail Simone yeah. one. I think that was this week. Last well. Well, last oh week. yeah, last yeah, week. It was yeah. last week because yeah. you know in the Central Comics people were commenting about it. Yeah, because I because I reviewed that back in May, so it's like. Yeah, um, and I also read Dayman number one from Boom Studios. Boom. That's oh, and I also read um, Little Gotham's Batman Little Gotham's number fifteen. Was a you're very happy about that Gotham Comic Con issue. So check it out. Would you read Matt? Um, <clears throat> Everything is blurry. dot com. I don't know. If that, it's so hard to remember. That, what? That's maybe a real site. It probably is. Uh, Archer and Armstrong 11, Justice League of America 6, AVX What If 2. No, it's What If AVX. What if, thank you. Uh, what If AVX 2. I have a whole list at home I cannot remember other than those books. <laughs> like, I know there were some good ones in there. Um, was Ghost? Ghosted was this week, was it? Was that last no, week? it was last week. Yeah, last see, week. I have no idea. It, this has been a, a, blur, a blurry week. From everythingisblurry.com. Blurryweek.com. Blurryweek.com. Greg, how about you? I read uh, Deadpool. There was a lost issue. It was very funny. That's uh, Deadpool going back in time. He had an afro, so it was Fro Pool, and it co-starred Heroes for Hire. It was a uh, very good team-up. I read Superior Carnage. Oh, yeah, that came out. I read that. It was was okay. Decent start-off. I'll definitely pick up the next issue. Very good art. Uh, Justice League of America as well, like Mm -hmm. I said. Uh, Savage Wolverine, also very good art with Joe Mad. Um, and I am drawing a blank. I know I read more than that, but at the moment I cannot remember. It's hard to remember. All right, breaking news: <clears throat> everything, everything is blurry. dot com is not taken. Guys, do not go on GoDaddy or whatever provider you use to get that because I'm getting it. <laughs> and you're gonna just link your Instagram account to this website because. Oh, your Instagram. Oh, that all of my Instagrams are blurry. Here's a show I went to. Here's um, one of my my friend comedians. It's hard your, to it's your friends. That's why they're all blurry because it's hard to take pictures in dirt comedy clubs. So don't take it with your iPhone. 
Or you don't even I don't have an iPhone, so, so take that. That's why. Jaman. Your network. It don't, oh. don't work. It don't work. It, it just doesn't work sense. in San Diego, California. Like, Sprint was terrible this weekend. I want to... Who? Well, I'm on Ting, but it's through Sprint. So it's Sprink? Sprint. It's not like you said Sprink. It's Sprink. It's actually Sprink. They're a new company, startup. I kickstarted them. <laughs> it was awful. I could not like get any pay- all my Instagrams, as you pointed out, later, meanly later grams. Yeah, later grams because I couldn't. That's the thing. It's a hashtag. Is it? Yeah, people, I've seen people use it. I couldn't even get my vines out. Lie. You don't lie on Instagram. I'm so sorry. I'm li- lost. That's tragic. It's very tragic. I lie on Instagram all the time. This is my friend. <laughs> yeah, this is my friend. I'm having a great time. That's a big lie I usually use. Alright, so. Let's see, things kicked off Wednesday, so I guess we, we can give a summary of this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Andy and I, Andy was here, like, scouting things out, f- picking shots, and, like, mapping it out. Like a modern day Lois and Clark. Lewis and Clark, not Lois and Clark. <laughs> like a modern day Dean Kane. And, or Terry Hatching. And so I got in Tuesday, you guys came in Wednesday, mm-hmm. like last minute. Last minute, we got in at two p.m. I woke up at four a.m. to fly across the country to get here. I left my house <laughs> at ten a.m. <laughs> and so Wednesday, Andy and I went to the Godzilla experience. Was it an experience to remember? It was a experience. Okay, it's with, okay, good start. So we, we got to see Godzilla. What happened? Was, for the for the for the listeners at home, I feel like I've told this story so many times. But you haven't told, told it to them. I told so many people. I described it. Okay, spoilers because I, I want, <laughs> spoilers guys who have time machines and want to go back in time and take <laughs> it. Is it just this weekend? So they just set it up for this weekend. I think it was like, just for the it. weekend. I'm pretty sure I'm, it was. I guess no one's gonna. Let's go to AM San Diego. Let's go to Godzilla Experience because nothing else. Around. All right, so you go into it's like this warehouse and you you walk in. It's which is kind of weird because the the main part is supposed to be like a street in Tokyo. You know, yeah. There's like a sushi bar. There's all these like stores with Godzilla merch. And was everything. there real sushi though? Yeah, there was. Okay. There was a, this guy. All I had to do is sit at the counter, and there's someone cooking the sushi because they're like, "Hey, does any you guys want any sushi?" And I'm like, "I'm not gonna trust. It. I don't know who's cooking this." And cooking the sushi. Cooking. Cooking the sushi. Yeah. So. Um, but the weird thing is when you first walk in, there's like a, a police or like security car flipped over. And then, but the rest of Tokyo is like fine. So it's like <laughs> just Godzilla okay. just had like a little tip. Or just, just Godzilla just hates the cops. Someone couldn't drive, so it was like, Oh, I gotta park the car. I can't find the spot, so I'm gonna flip it up. <laughs> so you're in there, you're walking around, and then there's like at the end there's like this Godzilla museum thing, or like all these Godzilla figures and this big monstrous thing of Godzilla comic book pages like all all over the place and like old stuff and new stuff. How much and Godzuki stuff was there? I don't know. I didn't check all the pages. Okay. You should have checked them all. And then all of a sudden these sirens go off and then this guy in like a hazmat suit is like yelling. He's like, come on, come on. And so you have to go in there. They're like scanning you. I don't know if there's like a metal detector or like radiation detector or something like that. You're in this big control room. There's like all these computer monitors and lights and switches. Uh-huh. There's this like female scientist I'm assuming speaking Japanese. I, I couldn't understand her. And then she like pointed to me, like to flip some switches. I, 
just starts flipping. Wait, the, so the scientist is act is asking the dude just let in. Like, can yeah. you please flip these yeah. switches? I, I think so. Or maybe she said, "Don't hit those." Switches. <laughs> you saw what she said? No, because she said that. Then she turned. Walk. I'm like, I, it was like some of the switches that have like the little rubber covering. So yeah, like, got to flip that up and then flip the. switch. That's like the nuclear bomb type. So switch. there's there's like three of them. So I flipped one, and then she like she walked away. So I I, I don't think I flipped the middle one. I think I only did the, the outer two. And then there was like a button on the top. I was like, I don't know. And I was like, is that enough? And it's we're sitting there. And then this like big freight elevator opened up. So we go in there. They're like, we got to go to the roof. We didn't really go on the roof. So you just <laughs> press the elevator button then? No. No, this is, this is a new button. This is a new set of buttons. <laughs> we're out, out of we're done with the buttons, elevator. Greg. Yeah. Come on, Greg. And <laughs> the, the last said, thing before the freight elevator was flipping the button. I don't know. I said, it's some in the said, elevator. Is this enough? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, You're not following this story very well, Greg. I, okay, I got to start over. <laughs> so in this there warehouse, and there's this. <laughs> there's a so over cop car. So you're, you go up to it's like this office building, but it's like there's some the software is like smashed. It's like police tape. We're like, okay, everyone line up to the police tape. We got to make sure everyone here, everyone made it, and all this stuff. And we're like, and it's like raining outside because there's these big windows, mm-hmm. which is really a bunch like. A, TV screens. Like, That's because I don't remember it were raining on Wednesday at all. Because you weren't here. It was before you got here. Oh, it must have been downpouring. Landed. It was before you landed. Okay. And it was nighttime. And so you're, you're looking out the window, and you can see other buildings, because we're in Tokyo. And all of a sudden, Godzilla's walking. Oh, no. So you're like, everyone's like quiet, because like, holy crap, it's Godzilla. Because he's got great hearing. It's Godzilla. And so he walks by, he passes by the building, and, and someone's like, like oh, I think he's gone. And then... Nope, he went around the building, came up, looks at us, <laughs> and like everything vibrates, and and then they're like, "All right, that's it, go out the elevator." You the did it! Congratulations! Yeah, that, that was it. So I mean, it, it was kind of neat, but to me, it was just short, and we weren't allowed to film once we the 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 scanner guy was and the, the flip switching. And the main thing is because the footage they used, and I had like arguments with people. Because they told us that that footage has nothing to do with the new Godzilla movie. Yeah, they're, they're, there's nothing done. There's, I mean, they have concept art, and they're barely even showing. They've got anything. a lot of promotion, apparently, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the footage that they use was like old footage. It's just like reference stuff. So they didn't want people filming it to say this is what Godzilla's going to look like because that may not necessarily be yeah. what it is. So it would have been neat if we could have filmed the whole thing, even though it would kind of give away. Because you can't go back there, and you're not going to get the full experience because you're not going to feel feel the elevator shaking and you know the seeing the, the the flash of light and, and yeah. when, when he yells or screams at you, the, the vibration. So that was the first thing we did. Then we went to the other side of Petco Park, and DC Entertainment had a big press conference. Mm-hmm. So they're doing um. We can be heroes. You know, they, they're in their, their second initiative this year, um, and they have all these Kia cars because they, they sponsor with, with Kia Motors, uh-huh. and they have cars for all seven of the Justice League. So there's the Aquaman cars, the Flash cars, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Cyborg, Green Lantern. So each has their own car, you know, with Jim Lee art and yeah. different things and gadgets and weird things. So they're un- unveiling the eighth car mm-hmm. which was a seven seater Kia something something and it had Justice League or, or everyone so like you know Jim Lee was there Jeff Johns Diane uh-huh. Nelson and you know other people Tony Daniel was there um, uh, Scott Liddell so there, there's a bunch of people and they you know they, they give the numbers they, it was like over 
they've they've raised over two like two point seven million or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And so they they finally they unveiled it there. So you got to see the car. I mean, it, it's amazing what they they did. The the guy the guy that did the, the body work the the what do you call it the painting on the car. The guy who the, dr- the, the draw the drawer. Yeah. So I mean, it was Jim Lee's art, but you know he had to put it all under. I mean, yeah. It was, it, was, it was just amazing. And and then Jim Lee proceeded to draw on the back. I don't know if it was with the sharpie, but he just started. Just he was going to draw all the Justice League there. So you know he started with Superman, and then you know, we just got to look at all. Oh, they also had um, art from last year's Light and Darkness the, from the We Can Be Heroes. The oh yeah, Gallery. yeah. So they're auctioning all that up. I think that I think the auction was it's like only a few days. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's over at this point or it's about to be over. So they're, I know they're they're supposed to auction off the Justice League car. Not sure if they're auctioning, and I don't know if I'm dragging this around too long. People are like, whatever about this this thing. There, you know what? They should they need to hear this because the the other car, the Justice League car, was the only one that's street legal because the other ones were so custom that you know you you can't like the, the Green Lantern one looked really cool, but the Green Lantern one is like tinted. Everything's green tinted. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like, yeah, that wouldn't be too too safe. So they're just yeah. I, I, I'm curious actually how much they raised because they had all that original art from yeah you know, many different arts. So and then after that, um, then DC Collectibles had a, a, like a private unveiling, which you know I never spoke about this stuff. So they had everything out and it, like the stuff that they had at the the DC booth. Yeah. But they also um, so we could take pictures. You know everything's yeah. out. You can look at it and you know touch it. If, you know, they <laughs> Rub it, it for good you know. luck. So you know we saw like the Nightwing figure, Talon, um, Suicide Squad figures. Uh, Scribble knots and then the, the DC black and white statues, but then they had this other table with stuff that you're not allowed to take pictures of. Uh-huh. And part of it is probably because it's they're still in I mean, like prototype just, mode, like like the Nightwing figures, like April 2014. Yeah, so I mean, it still weighs off. But these other ones are, I mean, they were they were painted and everything, but they may tweak other things. So. We were allowed to talk about them, but we just couldn't take pictures. You didn't even tell me. You didn't tell I, Greg. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't tell. I never mentioned anyone. Keeping this to yourself. Um, there was a, a Cassie Sansmark Wonder Girl okay. figure. Um, crap. I, I think there was a Bart Allen figure, and there was a Superboy figure. So it looks like the Teen Titans. Okay. And then. Animal I Man? I don't know. Uh, I don't he's not Teen Titans. Come on. But I mean, he's part of the DC. New Fifty Two, and um, there's something else. It's one animal man. So, and then from there, went to, we went into preview night. Which that was, was a nightmare. Yeah, it's just every year preview night. So preview night, I think it's only if you buy a four day pass. Yeah, or if you're you, professional or press. Yeah, and so in in the past, you can go in there. You you can check out the vendors. Artists are usually there in Artist Alley. Yeah. So you can just check everything out, but it's like every it was year, a, it was as packed as Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's getting busier and busier every year. So we did a bunch of videos that night, but it was just it was pretty crazy. I took Greg to my favorite spot when we first met for face to face, which was uh, Hooters. Romantic? No, Hooters. Let me take comic vine users too when I'm very bored. Oh no, Bubs. It's just like a little hole in the wall restaurant. It was across from the Godzilla Experience. Mm-hmm. So I uh, we ate and then. Right to preview night. So we didn't have a very exciting... It was a wonderful time. <laughs> it was a great time. I cherish your company. Thank you. I cherish yours sometimes. 
All the time, Greg. <laughs> yeah, but preview night was nuts. I yeah, just could not believe how many people were in there. Yeah, I just, honestly thought it was more crowded than uh, Saturday. It depends, and it depends where you are on the floor. Because mm-hmm. there's some areas, like today on Sunday, the vendors areas when uh, Tony and I were walking around, like I was going to go buy some stuff, was insanely packed. Yeah, but if you, no, I was going to say, you know what? What makes sense about that? Because one thing that bothered me. Um, so today, when when we were at the Marvel booth, and there's, yeah, there's all the so on Sunday, uh, all all the chaos because you know. They, they had Tom Hilson. You know, he was he was there, and everyone's wants their pictures. And, yeah, and so then when he left, because like Josh Philkov, great writer, great yeah. guy, you know, he's sitting at the signing. He was at, at the corner of the table, and people were asking him, you know, if they're going to come back, you know, all this stuff, and and it's like, or, or someone's like, you know, who, who's who gives out the, the the posters and stuff? Yeah, and it's like. That's not his, you know. No offense to the people that do it, because you know we, we we met a couple of them. That, yeah. You know, um, or you know, we I, I met them before actually. Um, so that's not his job to know the the programming schedule of the the festivities at the Marvel booth. And, yeah. So it's, it's basically what I'm getting is, is, you know, there's so many people that go to Comic Con that don't really know. Anything about comics. comics? You know, they may know the characters. They don't know what's even going on now. So it makes sense that. That half of the floor where all the vendors are, yeah, it's going to be packed because people. These are people who like the comic characters, mm-hmm. aren't reading the comics, mm-hmm. but they want to get some collectibles. So maybe they will get some trades or you know something or but a when shirt. We, when or, we were looking at single issues, um, when you and I are pretty much going through Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen mm-hmm. books, uh, everyone there looked like they knew what they were doing. They looked like they they had been you know comic readers. It wasn't you know someone like. Ah, uh, Thor. I saw that guy in the movies. Like, where do I, you know, and asking for help. I don't. You'll see people collecting like uh, movie memorabilia there, but you never really see those same people you see at the Marvel booth. You know, heading over to the single issue comics or even trades. Really, everybody mm-hmm. seems to know what they're doing in that comic book. You know, when they're buying actual issues of comics. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> um, I guess if we want to jump back to Thursday. I mean, do we want to go like day by day? I mean. We can no, go day by day. All, all the videos are... But they don't know everything. Yeah. They don't know all our secrets. I don't know all our secrets. Like, I don't... I don't. falling asleep earlier. I Yeah. Um, I mean, should I just go through our, our calendar, like what we did? Yeah. All right, so Thursday, uh, we talked to, to Dustin Wynn and Derek Fredals. Yeah. About little, little Gotham's. So again, uh, this week's issue 15 is a Comic-Con. is a Gotham Comic-Con issue. It's very so, important. So, I mean, not just because of that, um, but, you know, it's, it's, each issue is a, like a holiday theme. Yeah. And so, they just did 4th of July in issue 14, so what could they do now? It's Comic-Con. The it's, most important holiday in nerd culture. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a funny comic. Yeah. It is, so, I mean, you want to check that out. Plus, the only way you get, the only place to get Damian Wayne now. Yeah. So, um, then I, I went to Entertainment Earth. So, Entertainment Earth, I... I really like that. That that's one of the play, few places I buy online, you know, um, collectibles. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I actually, I one of the the PR ladies there used to work at Sideshow Collectibles. So that's how I uh-huh. I know her um, at Entertainment Earth. And they have a bunch of San Diego exclusive stuff. Yeah, you can get that stuff online, 
they just you know you could pre-order it like now as we're talking they're not going to ship until after San Diego so yeah you know probably when things get settled this coming week they'll start shipping but so we we got the you know we just looked at all the different stuff there and then we actually Andy and I went up on on the top uh-huh. so we got to like see over the floor so it was, was kind of neat that they had you know like chairs and stuff and yeah. other you know stuff out there we missed that we missed the big thing on Wednesday uh, Jen's booth tour of her universe. Oh yeah, yeah. Where she, uh, her and I had been talking the week before about doing the booth tour, and she knows the person that runs her universe. It's actually, her ex thing. Yeah, yeah. It was super awesome. Ahsoka, very, very nice. Ahsoka Tano in the Clone Wars. Yeah, she was awesome to talk to. Um, but Jen thought it'd be funny for me to wear a dress, and I was. Well, was it Jen's idea? I think it was you, Jen, and I talking on Twitter. Like, wouldn't it be funny? Someone said, wouldn't it be funny if Matt wore a dress? It may have been you, it may have been her. And I said, haha, that would be funny. That's and not it, something I would say, though. You belittle me a lot on Twitter. And there's nothing wrong with wearing a dress. But for me, it's 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 weird. For me, for me wearing a dress. I, any Oogity can wear a dress. They. It was short, though. The thing is, I had to wear a 2XL. Um, I'm a, I'm a top heavy dude. I'm not a fat dude. I'm just very like I'm built like a dwarf. Um, but my last name's Elfring, which is very bizarre. You work out. I do work out. Yeah. Andy asked me that tonight if I worked out. What is this? Like a guy who works out? This guy works out. <laughs> um, so I put on the dress, and there were comments in the video like, "Why didn't you take your shorts off?" Because you would have seen like my business. You were wearing. Maybe not. I don't wear underwear ever. Okay, no, you would have seen my underwear. Joey Tribbiani. Um, I did feel uncomfortable, and I gained a lot of respect for... I've already had respect for women, which is... okay. But I gained a lot more, because I'm like... Because those are like... The dress wasn't skimpy, but it felt like... I felt very vulnerable. And it, it's, it's a tight-fitting dress. I mean, yeah. The tight part wasn't bad. It was the fact that it was so short on my legs. Yeah. So if you're not familiar, I mean, check out the video or the... It's a fun video. It um, if you you've probably seen the R two D two dresses that are like, yeah so, so this is a Darth Vader version and it, I think it's a recent edition no it just come out yeah and while you were, you were in the picture you, you mentioned that the people working at the booth started taking your picture yeah so they started taking my pictures and I was like fine like if they put it on the site that'll be funny for the site if they show it to their friends whatever but then like random people started taking I this has been a weird weekend of random people taking my picture I don't know why I, so I had like a woman like can you pose for me I'm like uh, yeah I, I'm not a cosplayer but I'll give you a blow you a kiss or uh, I don't know but it was a fun video it was a lot of uh, it was an interesting experience yeah, so so check that out. Jen wore it best, by the way. I just want to—I voted for her. She voted for me. So, but she wore it best. Greg, I agree. Uh, Jen wore it best. No, no, actually, I think you did. To be honest, uh, I no. It took a lot of courage for you to do that, and especially since it's out on the internet and on forever. YouTube. Yeah, I know that as soon as I we got done. Just, so oh, yeah, uh, so I'm gonna animate Jeff me blowing a kiss to the camera. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. Uh, yeah, but it was very funny and uh, it took a lot of huspa uh, to sorry, pull man, that I, off. I voted for Jen. That's fine. I didn't vote, but I want to look at Andy. You. Andy's busy, so he votes for Jen. Jen wins. Um, well, you did that. My Wednesday highlight was just while we were at Hasbro. I saw they have a Scarlet Spider figure coming out and an Agent Venom figure coming out. Both look awesome. There is it a different? Or are you talking three and three fourths? Uh, they look bigger because there's a there already is a 
I'm pretty sure they were big. No, this was the Marvel Legends line, but I think yeah. but I heard they were canceling that there's too. A, there's a oh, Venom, there's a, a Venom, there's a Venom figure. Yeah, it was like a Disney Store exclusive because hmm. uh, a, a, someone from our beloved community sent it to me, and I did a, a awesome toy Art, pick. Yeah. There was also a Batrock the Leaper, which was a very odd choice, but quite awesome. The Leopard. <laughs> the Batrock the Leopard. His, his arm just falls off. Ever. And he beca- that's how he becomes the Armless Tiger Man. Um, and there was also Punisher, who who had his Thunderbolts efforts of the Red Skull on his chest. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, oddly enough, he was aiming his gun at Batrock, so I guess that guy gets no respect even in a shelf. Well, he's a uh, pretty crappy character. I will... Strongly disagree to that. He's His no mustache st- alone makes him a He's legendary no stilt man. All right. Okay, I will agree to that. But I think if Batrock did have stilts, he could be one of the biggest threats the Marvel Universe has ever had. Who <laughs> over Thanos in your Infinity Gauntlet? <laughs> Batrock Z Leaper with his <laughs> metal legs. And then they also had a really, really. Uh, no, that's not, Tony's showing me the the picture of the one he. That's quite awesome, but it's different. The one I saw, he has tendrils, and I believe they were holding uh, pistols, like symbiote tendrils. I think this is for the Marvel Universe line, which I which I heard from numerous people over the weekend is done. Uh, the three and three fourths. No, no, Marvel uni- uh, Marvel Legends, the so, six inch ones. I thought someone said the three and three fourths line was. Maybe that's what I heard. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy that they have an Agent figure, uh, Agent Venom figure coming out because I already have enough Batman figures. I have a grand total of two. So I need so to. Are you really bringing this up about how you did not buy a Batman figure all weekend? <laughs> all right, so for those who don't, I know hate the, know the story. Um, just just recently, Greg is like, I do not own a Batman figure. No, this is not recently. This is months ago. Well, and I rectified that since Comic Con. I purchased two. Didn't you have like a chess piece or something like that? That was of Bane. That it was a bane, been, and that's how Batman, this all. It, has, so, it was so bane. Greg didn't own a Batman figure, mm-hmm. so he's going to try to fix that. He, he goes to Target, and they have this Justice League line. <laughs> it's terrible, and it was almost like the the D, DC Super Friends, you know, with the the big feet and. The smiley, they're all like, like it's a happy Batman. Point, three points of articulation, like left arm, <laughs> right even. arm, and neck. Not yeah. even. <laughs> so he he's like, I've got a Batman figure. It's like it's it not, a proud not moment. Barely even a Batman figure. Yeah. But then to rectify that, I bought the Injustice Batman. Doesn't and rectify it. from Mattel, which yeah. Injustice Batman has a very very awesome armor, and I think any fan of the game will second me on that. And it's no Red Sun Batman, that, but not. I do what I can. And you I, don't do what you can because <laughs> if you did what you can, and you would have bought a no, 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 no. If I bought a Batman <laughs> figure, we would still be having the same conversation because it would not be good enough. I disagree. I you're, you're, I agree you're, with you're putting, my point. Put words in our, our our minds or whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, he's saying that we would be thinking. Maybe we'd be talking about it, or we'd be thinking it. But Greg's like, oh, it's San Diego. I'm going to buy a Batman figure. I'm just settle this. And he never did. And I asked Matt today. I was like, I wonder if Greg's going to buy something. And, and You didn't buy any figures, did no, you? I did not. Well, I bought two things for my girlfriend, which she doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, you know those... Spoiler guys? alert. Yeah, oh my God. No one tell my girlfriend. Uh, Man, I'm, I'm going to call her right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we those, all have our number. <laughs> those, uh, those Funko, I, I believe they're time. called. Funko? Yeah, the little adorable. This is a PG show. Go on. 
It, it was of Michelangelo because she really enjoys the Nick show now. Uh, it was adorable Ninja as Turtles? well as yes, okay. Michelangelo, right, the painter. The it was the painter, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yes, the television network or the thing you put the nickel in to see the little moving. Uh, Michelangelo, <laughs> <laughs> as well as uh, the Deadpool one. So both are adorable. And oh, and you were talking about Entertainment Earth before. I also picked her up uh, an exclusive Dexter figure from there. So. Those will all hopefully be, end up on her desk. I'm. I think I'm gonna get the um, the Sheldon exclusive mm. from from Big Bang Theory, airing on CBS. Welcome home. <laughs> you know, I, 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 CBS. I, oh, Andy's awake. Welcome home. You know, they they could totally do it. Like if if the uppers are like, we need you to start plugging, mention a show during the podcast, and yeah. And we'll throw, give you some throwbacks or something. I, I can do that. Guys, make sure to check out Under the Dome. Brian K. Vaughn worked no, on that. Don't. From Why the Last Man and Saga. Don't listen to Greg. Welcome home. Yeah, so um, Matt and I saw... Uh, saw Brian, Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn. We saw the the statesman guy that was from that other show that I don't watch. You guys said... What was it, that other show? Was he from? I don't only know him from... Are the, you talking about Breaking Bad? Was it? No, we're no. talking about Under the bald Dome. Guy? I know, but... There's no. a lot of bald dudes on Breaking Bad. Anyways, yeah, so we saw a couple of the actors there. <laughs> we saw the actors at the GameSpot booth. Yes. So, GameSpot. GameSpot, check it out. And I forget. <laughs> What's GameSpot? GameSpot? I forget who sponsored it. Who sponsored that Make Me 3D? Samsung? State Farm Insurance. So State Farm Insurance. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome to your insurance, or whatever. I don't know what they're... What is their... I thought it was... State they're, they're not sponsoring this podcast, so I don't, I don't care what they're Welcome home. Um, so... At the GameSpot booth, they had like uh, like a million cameras, something like that. <laughs> yeah. down to 45. 45, 45 cameras. Ugh. And so basically, you you stood on this platform, and and all forty five cameras would take a picture at once. Uh-huh. And then the idea is it would make take a three D picture from like every possible angle uh-huh. from, except underneath. And the idea is that these images will. I guess go online, and it was is mainly meant for cosplayers because then people can vote for the best costumes. Yeah, and then the top people would get a full three D scan print you know, made like uh-huh. like a piece of plastic made out of you, and then it would be hand painted. Yeah, and then you get that. So we both got our picture taken. So we did it. Our, yeah, and it, yeah. I yeah, I don't think I have no idea. Why. I, I got a glimpse of mine. I was like, eh. I looked awful, and he's like, "That's good." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." It was, yeah, it was, it was Sunday, and you know, they and we were all done. we look we look tired and wrecked. And, and they're just, tired. Or, and, oh yeah, because they've been doing it all weekend like, too. Like that's good. Get out of here. We want to start. Like, at least for let, thanks for letting us do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So we waited till they were done and jumped in. Yeah. So, um, so back to Thursday, I guess. So Thursday, after, I did a lot of interviews that day. I know. Uh, let's see. So, um, oh, (coughs) sorry. I went over to the GameSpot live stage, and Jimmy Palmiotti came over, Mm -hmm. and Jimmy's hilarious. Yeah. So he was there. Um, You interviewed Jeff Lemire. That was like a weird fanboy moment for me. I was really nervous during that because I love everything he does at DC right now and his Vertigo stuff. But that was a fun, like, nice interview. And then I guess. John Lehman. John Lehman's super fun. I mm-hmm. like him a lot. Very laid back. <laughs> yeah. And and someone someone asked, is like, how come you even talk about Chew? 
It's like, I mean, it, it's it's kind of proper etiquette, I guess. You know, we we, we were yeah. at the DC booth, and you, you kind of don't really talk about. We talked about coach. Chew off air, off air, off camera, because like, I'm a big, a huge fan of Chew. Yeah, um, I read it in trades, though, not single issues. So we talked about Chew and where it's going, but yeah, like I feel like I'm at the DC booth, and the DC PR people are giving him time to talk to me. Or t- talk to us for the website. We should keep it the DC stuff. Yeah, I mean they they wouldn't say anything, but you know, yeah, that's just you, being you just polite. Um, you Matt, you interviewed Robert Venditti for about Exo Man of War. Oh, I love talking to Robert and stuff. Yeah, we talked to Robert a lot this weekend. With uh, and if you if you see the video, I recommend watching that video. Uh, you can see writer of Harbinger Josh. Dysart run over to a Robin cosplayer and tell her to start doing cartwheels behind us. So like there's a woman doing cartwheels behind us the entire time. Uh, did, he, did he know she could do cartwheels? She was she would done it like a single cartwheel and he ran over and tell her to go. And I, I didn't notice it until about uh, the end of the interview. I'm like, oh, there's someone doing cartwheels behind us the entire time. That is why you should revaliant people. Yeah, yeah. And then you also interviewed Joshua Dysart. That was the most comfortable interview. That that's <laughs> Like I had so much fun with the interviews this this week. We sat on the floor and we just kind of chilled and talked. Um, also, I interviewed Rick Remender at the Image booth. So Nick that, Remender's brother. So so that's why I just talked about um, Black Science and Deadly Class. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I, and I I did ask him about the Marvel stuff. Yeah, and, but at that point also he said you know some stuff was going to be announced, so yeah. know, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about and. And you know, I just I wanted to focus on the image stuff because those are stuff that were just recently announced at Image Expo. And it's like I want to know more about that because I mean, yeah, they sound great. And it's like Uncanny Avengers, Captain. You know, it's it's great. You know, Captain America is definitely it's improved because you know I was always on the fence. I was I was curious about the Dimension Z stuff, but especially with the last issue, it was just uh, it was crazy. You, you you guys aren't reading? Nope, caps no. Oh no. my goodness! I mean that that last issue was just—it was literally like a holy crap the way it ended. And I'm, I won't spoil that. Um, and then Jen interviewed Brian Q. Miller about Smallville because Wonder Woman is making an appearance now. So that's, that's next heard. week or this week technically, isn't Probably, it? Yeah, I forget what they. I would lose track. I don't know. Smallville might be on Fridays, either Mondays or Fridays when it comes out. I forget the schedule because Monday. Um, and then, yeah. were you in any panels, Greg? Yes, I was. I was in three that day. I kicked off the day being a major fanboy. I went to IDW's TMNT panel uh, that had Kevin Eastman and all the good people at IDW. Uh, got to chat with them after and mingle, and they're all uh, really cool and laid back, and it was fun seeing what the future holds for uh, City Fall. But the biggest news there was they showed off Bebop and Rocksteady are coming back. Oh wow! Yeah, it was uh, it was a really cool moment uh, because that's something people have been wanting for a while, and they've yeah. teased that. We've seen them in human form in, yeah, in yeah. the micro series twice now, so that was really cool. And obviously, I love being there because I mean, I praise that book on a monthly basis. Every person that knows more. you from the website right now is like, I went to the TMNT panel that everybody just had a collective like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you went. I even saw a comment uh, on the meet the. The team video. Yeah. Someone's like, of course he's wearing a Ninja Turtle shirt. 
Damn right. Um, and then after that, I went to the Batman Arkham Origins panel. I was really pumped for that because I wanted to see some gameplay. Yeah. I wanted, uh, it's a new studio taking over. I want to I wanna see, you know, what they're doing to make it, uh, keep it consistent but different. But uh, instead, it was just kind of entertaining um, and funny with the voice actors talking about, you know, how humbled they are to get such legendary roles, uh-huh. and they did really good impressions the entire time, but there was a few, there were a few reveals. We got a nice cutscene video of a new assassin being revealed, Copperhead. Okay. She's now a fe- she's now a female, der. Uh, they made that change, <laughs> uh, and it was pretty cool. She has uh, poisonous claws. And it seems like once she gets Batman, odds are that's going to create um, one of the more abstract levels. Like, I don't know if you played like the, the other games. the Scarecrow level. Exactly. Yeah. And I haven't played the other games, yeah. bro. Even I played the other games. <laughs> I have no time to play games. You never beat them, though, did you? I don't have time. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, those levels were really cool, so I'm excited to see. Lo- uh, we saw uh, at the DC booth they had Arkham Origins set up like gameplay, and it looks beautiful. Yeah. Really repetitive. I mean, these this is just demo and early stage yeah. stuff, but it's very hide from the guy. The guy's you're done. Now go punch <laughs> him in the back. Now go hide over. It's it but may have been wait, like yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. It's just a it's just, it's just a fighting demo. It seems like to me, but yeah, it, may it looks going, so pretty. That's good. It, it may have been kind of just like teaching people the basics, going yeah. through a tutorial kind yeah. of thing. Because um, from the previous trailers I saw, I know they're our new detective modes. Yeah. And that was a really cool part of the last game. So I'm definitely excited to see how they'll switch that up. But uh yeah, it was it was an entertaining panel, but nothing really stood out that much. They uh they did show off two new skins. There's Batman One Million, which will be DLC, and mm. there was Nightmare Batman or I believe it's called Worst Nightmare Batman. Is Think it the of, Elseworld are you talking about like the Elseworld vampire one or That's why they were giving away to vampire masks at the okay. No, uh, it was. Uh, it, it's kind of like an. It's it's almost like an organic armor, and he had glowing, angry eyes. It was pretty cool. I, I okay. think it, I think it's a unique thing that they made, but it's obviously drawing inspiration from other okay. uh, things. And that can only be unlocked if you're a total completionist. If you get all the achievements, if oh, you get God. all the trophies. So it's one of those things where it's like, look at the skin I got because I spend it. Spend yeah, I spend time on the games. I still yeah. didn't beat the last game 100% yet. I haven't either. There's uh, so much to do. And then I really, 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 really wanted to go to Mortal Kombat Legacy Season 2. Yeah. I wanted to see that so bad because I thought the first season was ridiculously good and very entertaining. But the Superior Spider-Man panel was being teased as having big news. Yep. So obviously I made a judgment call there, I put aside my personal preference, and went to Spider-Man. But unfortunately the biggest news there was just eventually Agent Venom and Spock are going to have their first encounter. And obviously it's going to be violent as they clash, which is cool. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to belittle this, but um, it, but it's hard to do a panel when when your two creators, Stegman and, and Slot, yes. aren't there. Exactly, yeah. Slot did phone in, but uh, phoning in to a panel is pretty awkward because, A, there's a delay, and, B, you can't hear the questions from the fans or what the panel's saying very well. But, I mean, it's it's cool that he called in anyway. So, yeah, that was it for my day. Um, So, yeah, that was Thursday. Yep. And then I feel like there's something else. Friday... I um, 
The first thing <coughs> was I interviewed Ross Ritchie, CEO and founder of Boom Studios. Mm-hmm. Ross is a great. I mean, he's he's a cool guy, and so we talked about two guns, which is the Denzel Wash Denzel Washington. Um, I always want to say Marky Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg movie, and it, 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 check out the trailer. Let me search the trailer. It it looks like. Uh, I mean, first of all, the two great actors. I love. Yeah. Them. And you know, say what you want about Marky Mark and Funky Bunch, good vibrations. <laughs> um, I mean, they're they're both great. So the two of them together, and it looks like a, the trailer. I think gives too much away. I mean, unless there's more. I haven't read all of the. The, the comics here. So this is based on a Boom Studios comic. And it looks like it's going to be a great movie. Ross was a producer on it. Uh-huh. And the the movie is very true to the comic. So if you read Two Guns, I mean, you should you should be pretty happy with the movie from what it looks like. Plus the fact that you got these two actors in there. And then we talked about uh, how Boom recently acquired Arkea, who yeah. we, we all, all like. I mean, yeah. if check out the Arkea books. I mean, they put out Beautiful hardcovers. I mean, yeah, high quality. I mean, the production is just, just phenomenal, and you know, they they do a, a lot of different books. I mean, they're not superhero comics, and yeah, it's really high quality stuff. So we talk about that, and we talk about like some new stuff, like Dayman. Um, talked about Six Gun Gorilla, mm-hmm. who was it was an, an older character, it was like a pulp character. So it was, it was not a new thing. Um, and George Perez. That's the way he's Russ says it. Okay. So he's exclusive to Boom now. Really? And so they got some stuff coming up. Yeah. So so I, I did that on Thursday, and I mean Friday. Um, I was supposed to interview Jimmy and Amanda about Harley Quinn, but Amanda was doing at the DC booth. They have kind of like a stage and and, and screens, and she was doing a live drawing. Yeah. In front yeah. Of her, and she drew his picture of uh, Power Girl and. And Streaky the Cat it was great, and you know, and they they kind of walk you through the process, so you get to watch them do it, and it's a really cool thing. So I ended up just interviewing Jimmy, so we we talked about Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But uh, spoiler, if if you watched the video, Jimmy was really eager to do the the five questions, the off their mind questions, and I was like, that'll be next. <laughs> like you're you're ruining the magic here. Um, but when we did the five questions, Jimmy and Amanda did them together. So it was, it was pretty funny. Um, Jen interviewed... No, no, that was not today. That got pushed back to another day. Um, did you you guys... I did panels. Okay, because I, I did um, the Flashpoint media session. Yeah. So it's kind of like a red carpet thing, but the carpet wasn't red. And What color was the carpet? It was pattern carpet. It was like blue with... Gold. Oh, no, not quite. Not like this. This is kind of um, overly. Because when I did Superman Unbound, there was actual red carpet. Did you walk down it? it no, it, the whole carpet was red. Oh, okay. Uh, it went all out for that then. Yeah. So for Flashpoint, I interviewed C. Thomas Howell. Yes. He's in Southland, and he was in Hitcher and Soul Man. And that's the one I remember him for. He, Soul Man. <laughs> he he he's playing um, Professor Zoom. Mm-hmm. I uh, interviewed Carrie Ellis. I always call him Yules. I always went Elways. Elways. Which is, maybe that's what it is. And I think that's Carrie, the wrong... The, El- I don't El- think that's right. The guy from... Uh, Liar Liar. Uh, Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Uh, Robin Hood and Men in Tights. Oh, that's a great one. So he's playing Aquaman. 
Um, and that that guy's funny because with this because there's so many people there. We were only allowed two questions each. Yeah. But there was like a <laughs> Carrie. He, he was with the, the people next to us. We got in this long conversation, and then then the, the rest of the line was like moving, but he was still there talking. Uh-huh. We we're just talking about just like weird stuff, and then finally got the point. I was like. I think he. I'm. I'm doing like the, the PR guy's job. I'm like Gary. Gary is great. I was like, I think you're supposed to move to the next one, and um, and then I also t- t- talked to um, oh, I forget his name. The the, I think it was the director, Jay. Not Jay Olivia. Maybe it was Jay Olivia. Um, and Andre Romano, who yeah is always amazing to talk to, and she's she's just an amazing person. Um, Greg watched Flashpoint. Yes, I did. I got that, to see it that night. It was, yeah, that was a night. world premiere. Yep. Even though so many other people watched it too, that weren't. <laughs> Stop watching stuff online. Like, just go rent it or buy it. Don't just, just wait. Just wait. You don't have to be first. First. I will I, delete first comments from now on. <laughs> if if you read my review, which I posted later that night, you would see that I definitely think it's worth purchasing. It it is. It definitely lives up to its PG-13 rating. It has some very, very violent moments. There's dismemberment. There's blood. There's killing. It's there's there's a lot of gore to be found in it. But um, <laughs> Tony's doing <laughs> gymnastics over the bed. <laughs> it, was, it was slightly distracting. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, but but prior to that, I w- really wanted to get into Hall H. Uh, to see oh, to see Kickass Two and The Walking Dead, and I thought you know I'll show up two and a half hours or so before this. It's not that big of a day. Marvel stuff is tomorrow. Maybe I'll get away with it. I may have hinted at you, like <laughs> as a person who's done Hollywood in a few years in a row, get there a little earlier. But like I didn't think, just go. I didn't think it would be as crazy as as it was. Yeah, the line wrapped around the building and went down to the bay. It was insane. I uh, just waited in line and hung out with people for two and a half hours until it missed Kick-Ass 2 and I and I uh, I, <laughs> I waited until it was close to uh, The Walking Dead and I realized I had no point, chance of making it. So I uh, bailed. So, so to make but, to make Greg feel better, read his Flashpoint review because he was up all night working on it. Yeah, I think I posted it at 3 a.m. and that's including me still trying to recover from jet lag. So please go ahead and read it and uh, let me know what you think of it when you eventually watch the movie legally. Yeah. But you should watch it legally. It it is a good movie. I mean, some of the voice acting is a little shoddy, and the animation is really, really rigid and a little too anime-ish for my taste, but it has some really fantastic action sequences, and I did like the pacing a lot, so it's really worth checking out, especially if you like everything that DC Animation has, you know, sent our way before. But the good news was, I didn't really waste my time standing in Hall H, because we received the videos for Kick-Ass 2 and The Walking Dead, yep. and I watched both, and I was very pleased with both. Uh, I am a fan of Kick-Ass. I know Kick-Ass 2 has a lot of controversy behind it, and I do think there is one kind of unnecessary scene. It goes a little too far, but uh, I, overall, I did still enjoy it, and I do think the second film looks promising, even though it no longer has Matthew Vaughn directing, and I think he is a very talented director. Yeah. And The Walking Dead, I watched the trailer right before we recorded this, and I was really impressed with that as well. 
Did you uh, guys do any other panels on Friday? Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I think I did three panels. I started off with the Marvel Ultimate Universe panel. Um, they announced a little bit more about Hunger, but the big announcement was Ultimate's Cataclysm, which uh, Bendis said is going to be the official sequel to Spider-Men. Uh, it takes place right after Spider-Man, but it's not about Miles and Peter. It's about, you know, uh, the ultimate taking... Everybody in the Ultimate Universe taking on the 616 Galactus. See, now, that's what I said after... Because I wrote an article about... After um, Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. And I talked about Galactus, and I said, you know, it just leads into more stuff with Spider-Man. And then people, I like, took it all, like, that's, can't, that's not going to be a sequel. Galactus can't be there. And they're talk just like that. <laughs> but that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's exactly. Anyway, continue. It's—it was a little for me as a as a fan of the. I'm a huge fan of the Ultimate Universe. It's my favorite part about Marvel Comics. Uh, it's a little scary for me because it—they didn't say anything. They just said it's going to have big ramifications of the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. And to me, uh, jumping to conclusions, I took that as is the end of the Ultimate Universe. Not necessarily. I mean, it it's not. Be, no, and it, it could yeah, mean yeah. That things are going to be changed. Yeah, they're going to merge together. I, I would hate. I think if they merge together, that is the. Du- I'm sorry, dumbest idea. Well, you mean, it's I, not going to work. You can't because it's Mary not Jane. And, and and it's the idea of the ultimate universe is uh, they take chances. Uh, things characters will die. They will not come back. And they, you you can't do that in the six one six universe. They play by a different set of rules. And I, I think um, I, I think we all or many of us probably felt feel the same way. After Spider-Man, I mean, Spider-Man w- was great. And they always said, and Corey points this out a lot. Corey's not here, by the way. He's, he's running his comic shop. Hi, Corey. Uh, Hello. You know, he, they always said that if the 616 and the Ultimate Universe ever cross over, that means they've run out of ideas. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Because <laughs> no. obviously, when Spider-Man, Spider-Man was great. And so I think we pretty much all loved Spider-Man. We liked the idea of a sequel... We don't want to see it happen all the time because that, no, that kind of ruins no. the magic of it. So if they do it sparingly, it should be great. So I don't want this Age of Ultron, the Ultron wave. I yeah. guess that's what they're calling it. I hadn't heard that. I don't know if that's officially released or not, but that's what we got. Yeah. Um, so if the fact of that is blurring the line between the two universes, like I suggested, that could be interesting as, as long as it doesn't get overused. And I have a feeling it's going to get overused. In one of the Marvel panels I was in, someone uh, asked... Uh, it was the Infinity panel, actually, which I believe I went to on Saturday. Someone asked if Cataclysm would overlap with Infinity. And Marvel gave a very vague answer. They didn't deny it. They didn't uh, say yes. But they basically said, we've thought everything through. And you certainly have you know, a decent idea by saying that. Yeah. With, I am unfamiliar with the Ultimate Universe. I loved Millar's Ultimates 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, but... Ultimates 3 and Ultimatum, not a big fan, kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, haven't been back since. So, since you are the current expert on it, how do you think that could go about if Cataclysm did indeed overlap with Infinity, even though we haven't, you know, read anything with Infinity left? The mind Uh, of Matt, what could happen? I, I, uh, what I think... It's making me sad thinking about what's going to happen because I just I have this horrible feeling that it's just Ultimate Universe is done, and that it's it's just going to be shut down. And because they they said uh, in the panel um, that the Ultimates have to fight Galactus, and uh, it's either they have to sacrifice 
this again, this is not how they worded it. This is just how I'm remembering it. They they worded it bet, uh, much uh, more uh, carefully. Carefully, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're gonna have to, essentially it was like they may have to sacrifice their own world to save every other world. Uh, again, they said it in a way where it's a little bit more like leaves a little bit more to the imagination. I just flat out said it like that because the fanboy alarm went off in my head. I'm just like, no, never. Um, but I'm excited for it. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. The hunger is gonna be great. Um, I hope so. Fieldcov has done wonder. Fieldcov is two or three issues into Ultimates right now, and I'm having a blast reading it. Yeah, P- complete blast. Oh, it's it's always nice when. You have a talented writer who is a really nice guy. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and I mean, he's a character. He, he's he's hilarious, and he's a great guy. Um, we also, I, I I did other booth tours. I don't know if you did because I, I I did Mattel. I don't I don't remember. I don't know what day I did it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Friday. Uh, I did a really bad Hasbro booth tour. In my opinion, it was bad because I was so tired from getting off the flight. <laughs> you did that. Yeah. Oh, I did General Giants. We did, we did DC together. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I mentioned Sideshow or not. We did that in pretty nice. Sideshow was insane. Yeah, there's some really impressive stuff over there. I wish I was a millionaire, had a huge <laughs> house, and could just buy that giant like $1,000 Galactus statue. Yeah, everything except for that Joker bust. Oh, that Joker bust that was That is the creepiest. Creepy. If you want to prank, if you want to do the most expensive prank ever... <laughs> Just have that at like the base of someone's bed, and when they wake up, they will probably wet the bed. It is frightening. I get the mic, the, the Mr. Brady one. Yeah, but the Mr. I, you I, keep, I, you keep, I, you've made that Brady I, bunch of reference. Last year. Yeah, yeah. People don't remember. Maybe they do. They're like, "Geez, this guy." So actually, there was a comment on YouTube like, "Just turn the volume off." You know, watch a video without. That. I had one bad comment on one yeah. of the videos, and I got um, kind of sad about it. <laughs> Someone like, said I was annoying. Someone said something bad on the internet <laughs> on, on YouTube. YouTube? Oh no! I wanted so, to go to his videos and downrate them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not bitter because they also weren't interesting. <laughs> so Saturday, uh, I talked to Scott Labdell, who was trying to spoil way too much. Um, that's all I'll say there. That guy's super fun. He's he's, he's a character too. I mean, he's like. In, in the camera's face, like, really talking. Yeah. And um, the thing is, I, I didn't see, um, unless, unless Andy edited it, but he, he, he called, he, he mentioned Outside 85 on there. Hmm. It's like, like, you know, because Scott, remember his name, because he must have said something about something. I don't I, I couldn't tell if it was a positive or negative thing. He's uh-huh. So, but I, I, that's the thing, is, is Scott does like comic fine. Scott Liddell. And, yeah. You know, he, he, he talks... He gets under once in a while, and he'll, he'll he'll talk to people, and some people will bag on him because they think that's cool. You know, they have no respect or whatever. And, and you know, if, if you do, the way I mean, you don't like something. You know, there, there's ways to express it versus just. And and you know, I, I see that a lot where where people will just randomly rip on something, and either they don't know or they're hoping that the people involved will actually look at it. Yeah, you know, I don't know if if they think that that we may be beneath the creators checking out, but a lot of creators do check out yeah. something. So it's like, oh, whatever. Um, Saturday. Uh. So then I <laughs> <laughs> not a good day for Matt. I was I I did the live show at GameSpot, so Tony Daniel came over and another great guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, talked about. 
uh, Superman, Wonder Woman. I always got to think about that since they switched Batman, Superman yeah. order. And you just talk about like the drawing process, and I mean, and he he brought some some art that that's being given away. Uh huh. And it was a, a Batman piece and a Power Girl piece. Uh-huh. So there, there's that. Um, and I'm being vague on that because this is more GameSpot is, is I'm letting them handle it. Yeah. And GameSpot.com. Yeah. So. <laughs> so Thanks, Andy. Welcome home. I, so I'm, I'm not fully aware of when. I mean, because you know, we, we tweeted out and you had to use the hashtag and yeah, you know. So I think we're we're getting the video maybe. Andy, I'm trying. okay, so we, we might have that video because you, you know for whatever whatever reason I mean just it, it was basically it was an interview yeah so there's that to see. Um, also, Scribblenauts came to Gamespot. I'm so excited for that. And so I, they you know Gamespot actually asked me to, to be part of this, which was was nice because if you're familiar with the game, I mean. They claim to have, I, th- I think they said like over 2,000 DC characters. Yeah, yeah. You know, at first they were kind of saying, we have all the DC characters. Yeah. And then the one guy's like, you got to stop saying that because we <laughs> may not have all. There's yeah. more than 2,000. But y- you can, so Scribblenauts is a, a, the thing before. Yeah. Right. And y- it's the DC universe and you can type in virtually like any DC character. Yeah. And they'll pop up. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people are like Batman. Batman, and I think they, there's like 22 different versions. Yeah. There is a Red Sun version. There's Batman Beyond. There's, there's, yeah, like everything, and so they they took some suggestions from the chat, and for me, they want to know like if I could try to stump them, and so I was like, what about Batcow? Because that that's a fairly recent thing. Because you know yeah. how long was a game in development? Would they have that? But they typed it in. There was a Batcow. <laughs> you should have you should have texted me on that because I am pretty sure they didn't put Lady Cop into the game. I don't know. They I'm going to buy it though, so I'll find out. They had I think Snowflake, <laughs> Snowflame, Snowflame is this character who whose powers he gets his powers when he takes cocaine. Yeah. Oh wow! And he was like in, he was like in one issue, and I rem- I remember because. You know, on on our for for staff, uh-huh. you know, we can check out like the page views. Yeah, and you know you can always see like what character is is the most viewed, and it's it's like always Batman. Yeah, yeah. but there was, there was one point like the top viewed character was Snowflame. I'm like, who the heck is Snowflame? I think that's his name. I'm pretty sure Snowflame. So I, I I was like, and then I I I, found, I looked up the page. I was like, the guy gets his power from taking. Cocaine. I was like, this can't be real. It's like someone someone made a fake. Snuck in a fake wiki yeah. entry, so then I, I Google it, and it was it was this one. Is- I forget what issue, if it was Doom Patrol or, or something, and so this character, so it, 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 he was brought up. I don't know if he's actually in the game because that would be kind of weird and yeah. scribble nuts, but <laughs> but I know that was mentioned. I I brought up um, Codpiece. Yeah, Codpiece yeah. is not in the game. So Codpiece was in Doom Patrol, but it was. When Doom Patrol was was in Vertigo, okay. So that might be a little loophole. So even though he fought Doom Patrol, so if I type in like Yorick Yorick Brown, you know, he yeah, might not he, be that, in he's, it. Not he's, always, he's all Vertigo. Yeah. So that, however, that, Bloodwind should be in there. I mean, I mean there was, he yeah. was in Death of Superman. Yeah. So I did that. Um, Jen talked to Robert Venditti about Green Lantern, 
and, and all that stuff. So it was a fun Venditti weekend. Yeah. Um, Robert Venditti, another great writer, great guy. Yeah. Um, she talked to Sam Humphreys, another great guy. I mean, that guy. Yep. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'll admit, I was a little jealous because... I you know I, I reached out to Sam. I was like, "Hey, let's do an interview because you know we did like a million DC interviews, and I want to do some Marvel." So you know we arranged that, but I you know I, I don't want to hog all, all the all the creators. Yeah. So, um, and Jen was more than eager to help out whenever we could. You know, she had a couple commitments she had to do, um, but you know, I was like, "You want to talk to Sam?" She's like, "Sure." Yeah. So so she, she did that. So. Sam Humphreys was my very first interview. This yeah. was the very first C two E two. I interviewed him about Fraggle Rock. It never got used. I was. You still got to find that footage. I still got to find that footage. Yeah. Um, and then I talked to Charles Soule, another cool guy. So Charles Soule, which I don't know when this was announced, but it feels like it just kind of snuck out. He's the writer for Superman Wonder Woman, which okay. Tony Daniels doing doing art. He's also doing um, Red Lanterns. So we talked about that with Guy Gardner because I guess apparently Guy Gardner killed Atrocitus. I didn't. Really, I haven't been reading that nope. book. I didn't get that impression. Of, I, think I just viewed it as he like beat him down. I, 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 that, so maybe, severe. Wow. maybe we got to watch. I got to watch that interview. Wow. I don't think I, I had a chance to watch to check that out after. But I think he said he killed him because he's like now there's there's like a power vacuum with the Red Lanterns and Guy Gardner because Guy Gardner originally was supposed to be like a spy for hell mm-hmm. but I guess things are getting a little more intense or out of, out of hand so definitely check out Red Lanterns I mean there's a reason I stuck through it even though poor Red Lanterns has been my, my punching bag in the New 52 to be fair you could have just jumped on with that issue I know but I, I kept buying it so now, now I said who is it I could go back and read all, all I still got the issues and I read them all um, and we talked about Swamp Thing and we talked about the Whiskey Tree and we talk about the the the, the, the spelling because in issue twenty one, it's like next the whiskey tree, W H I S K E Y. In issue twenty two, it was W H I S K Y because that's the Scottish spelling. Mm-hmm. But and that was just a minor nitpicking. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about that. Um, but then here is the thing where you know I I did. We did briefly mention Thunderbolts because you know he's doing that. So I was at the DC yeah. booth, and then he's he's doing a book at Archaea, which I forget the name, but there was math involved, and it was, it was weird. He he's like, I got your attention now, don't I? And I was like, Does he know I used to be a math teacher? So apparently he does. I, I have to check that out. Um, Matt <laughs> on Saturday. So um, Saturday was big, huge. So there's a was there there's a Warner Brothers panel, but that was like early in the day. It was at 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay, so that that there's no way anyone was getting into that. I had I had no I I didn't even think they would be announcing stuff. Like because yeah, so, Man of Steel just came out, I didn't think they'd be doing anything big. But Superman, Batman, Superman, Batman, or Man of Steel Two is going to have Batman in it. Is pretty much what they said, and then Justice League movie again stuff. Um. So I got in line for Hall Age at 10 a.m. Uh, between that and 6 p.m., they had let maybe 200 people in, and I was about 40 away from being let in. But at 6 p.m., both panels that I wanted to go to, which were 20th Century Fox and Marvel, were over. Um, so I didn't get in after eight hours of waiting in line. But I'm going to have a write-up about, I guess, my whole H line experience, because that <laughs> was... Because I, I kept talking to people about uh, about going through Hall H, um like Tony and Greg and then Van Jensen the artist on Green Lantern Corps 
Uh, I get, and everybody's just like, yeah, man, that just sucks. You wasted your whole day. But like my whole H line experience was pretty awesome. Uh, you'll read about that this week. I'll have a write up about it. Um, yeah, so I feel like I part of me is like it was a great day, but the other part of me is like we I didn't get anything done, and I apologize to you guys for not getting in there. But I don't think there was there were people uh, forty in front of me that got there at six thirty that morning and still didn't get in. There was just no way. There were people camped out the night before. It, it's ridiculous. Now I haven't gone to Hall H in since I started. So maybe like like what two two thousand two thousand ten is when. I came on board for San Diego, yeah, and that's I, I, I when think, you just passed college to me. Well, I mean, because then, I mean, yeah, because before, it's like when it was just me, you know, and then when it was, I guess, me and Sarah, it's like, you know, you, you, you we didn't do as much, because, you know, we, we yeah. couldn't. I think the last time I was in there is when the spirit... Yeah, that was 2009, then. That was a year before I came out. Maybe, because I remember um, Frank Miller came out with... Um, like a, a plastic cup with like grape juice or something, uh-huh. and Sam Jackson was there, and Gabriel Mach, Mach whatever. Mach. Um, but yeah, so what I, I'm curious because you know back then you didn't really have people; they didn't have the lines, they didn't have to control the lines. Yeah. So I remember um, the year the second season of Heroes came out, and, and lo- there's a, whatever season of Lost. I remember the line used to wrap all the way around the convention center. Yeah. It didn't. They didn't have the ropes and weird zigzagging everywhere. Because I remember getting there um, a little bit, and I was like, kept walking around, going around corners. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe it's it's gonna, and it just kept going. And I was like, literally, all the way in the opposite side. I was able to get in. Yeah. Well. So, I'm curious. So, I was what, never that what, far away. But what I was super the, close the so entire time. The people that are in there Friday night, do they clear it at the end of Friday night? Yeah. So it's like, and then they open it up at like eight thirty a.m. Uh, the next morning, but there's people like uh, I think it's when we left at, on preview night. Was it yeah, preview there night? Were people at nine p.m. There's already people camped out for the next day. So they must have like a separate line then, because like you say, I want to camp out for Saturday. Because if you camp out, no, you're not allowed to start camping out until everything's closed down. Yeah, so you have to. Okay, but there was like a, there was a Hunger Games panel that day, like so it was a huge day for movies. And it's, <laughs> I wanted to go to Hall H today really bad for the Doctor Who 50th anniversary, uh, but I had I had interviews, but uh, I just realized that like there's no way I can get in, and like unless I'm yeah. going to devote you know not sleeping a night to get in, which it sucks. Not, we didn't not sleep just, much because I snore. Well, I slept fine, <laughs> um, but I mean not just as you know as, as a journalist for this site. That's one thing, but like as a fan, like I can't even get in, hmm. and that sucks. Yeah. And Greg, did you do any panels? Uh, yes, I most certainly did. Uh, Batman Zero Year. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, Marvel's Infinity, and then I topped off the night with the Arrow panel, which was uh, pretty cool. They showed us a pretty lengthy trailer, which uh, basically recapped season one for everyone in case you're a new fan, and then showed off little bits and pieces of season two. And the highlights were uh, Michael Jai White is going to be Bronze Tiger. Deadshot's coming back. Brother Blood is in it. They're going to be in the Suicide Squad. Uh, Black Canary, she's having an origin story in this one. Nice. And it's kind of interesting. Um, people were wondering why there is a new actress who was cast as Black Canary. <laughs> and the executive producer <laughs> pointed out that Deathstroke, at first, wasn't Slade Wilson. They tend to uh, have a little bit of fun with the identities and let these characters 
come into play. So it seems like uh, she won't be the first black canary, but she'll work her way there and maybe be inspired by this person. Okay, because I haven't seen the last four or five episodes of okay. Arrow. Just I, so missed the, I missed the season I, I purposely avoided spoilers. No, no, no. It's not because um, the, the actress plays Dinah, which she doesn't even go by Dinah. Would she go by in the show? Laurel. Or Laurel. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, she, she's she's okay on on the show. I don't... And, and there there is... It was like maybe the second or third episode where they actually had her kicking butt. Yeah. Because her dad is a cop and everything. Which yeah. was... I was like, yes, this is cool. But for pretty much all the other episodes, she doesn't really do that. It was she's kind saying, of odd, yeah. And, there was yeah. just this one moment where she's yeah. like a hand-to-hand like, expert. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is great because Black Canary is, is you know... She, she kicks all sorts of butt. I don't see her as a black canary type. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting that someone else is going to be black canary. So it's like, okay. And, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that if, if they do take some liberties. Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's you it, it, it's, a, it's a different medium. And it's it's kind of like the Walking Dead TV show, yeah. Walking Dead comic. It's, it's, it, there's going to be variation. Yeah. And it also, it, it keeps it fresh for us who know the characters because yeah. like you, you look at the and I, I you don't need to go into specifics but the Flashpoint movie you know if if you read the series you kind of know everything that's going to happen because Carrie always he, when when we were off camera he started talking about you know because there was like this big poster like on a on a stand, yeah and he's talking about how the characters are different he's like and this it's Batman he's a lot darker and everything and then he's like and it's not even Bruce Wayne he's like because he's telling the 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 lady next to me the girl that was yeah. doing it and she. Must not have known anything about mm-hmm. Flashpoint or yeah, anything, yeah. and he's he's like because Batman's real. I was like, don't spoil it. <laughs> and he's like, that's not spoilers with his. But yeah, I, I I won't spoil it. But when that moment happened in the ballroom, you could hear like a collective gasp mm-hmm. <laughs> when when that discovery was made. So it was clear a lot of people in there haven't read uh, Flashpoint, which is perfectly fine. Um, yeah, and but, but that's thing. Yeah. Maybe they will go back and. So that, that, so that's why, like with Walking Dead and with Arrow, if they do change things, that makes it more uh, not more interesting, but it makes it a little more interesting for us, yeah. Because we don't know how it's all going to end or what's going to happen. It's still a well put together show. I just I hope for this second season, not every supporting character is asking uh, Oliver every week what happened to you on the island. I'm seriously <laughs> sick of that. There's always I, like I just, don't, I just don't like how everyone's like so. Pretty and that's the you know, CW, CW man. man. So it's just like, <laughs> Everyone is gorgeous no one has on hair, CW. It's disheveled. It's like everything's uh-huh. like so, you know, whatever. So that was Saturday, right? Nothing mm-hmm. else. Oh, I forgot to mention. Well, so well we could talk about uh, Avengers too. I was gonna uh-huh. say Friday. I went to a DC thing yeah. at night, which was very interesting. But very lonely for me and Greg. Well, no, it was you with you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so oh, lonely man. for me. There was oh. someone near me, but I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> Dead inside. Yeah. So so Saturday, uh, all the Marvel stuff went out. Um, they, yep. They revealed, you know, the, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Karen Gillan's gonna be bald, mm-hmm. so it tells you who she is and. Uh, so they revealed the whole cast. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, I guess they talked. I don't even know what they said. If there's anything about Thor that came out, anything they showed a trailer for Thor and I think a little footage and Captain America, Winter Soldier. Yeah, but the big stuff was the 20th Century Fox panel. No, no, no. Uh, big the Avengers. Subtitle. Avenger. Oh, the Avengers. Yeah, Age yeah. of Ultron. Yeah. yeah. So, 
and whether what that means for Ant Man, Hank Pym. No. Ra- yeah, okay, you raised your hand. But I you raised my hand. Uh, I don't want to be rude and interrupt. Uh, today, actually, uh, Joss Whedon had an interview where he said Hank Pym will not. That's be. what I thought. Yeah, it's going to be an origin story for Ultron, not involving Hank Pym. So Tony Stark builds Ultron. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm saying. So, hmm. obviously, we were just talking about, you know, making changes to source material. This yeah. is a big one, but... uh. I mean, come on, it's Joss Whedon. You should have some degree of faith. Don't just automatically dismiss it because of this. Don't look at me when you say it. I wasn't dismissing it. I was 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 a big Hank Hank Pym fan. (laughs) Um, And speaking of Hank Pym, I just want to say again, Sam Humphrey's Avengers AI... I, I love that first issue. You know, I mentioned that, that was before. really good. Um, that I didn't want to get that issue because yeah. they, they announced it before the end of Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and I was just like, Hank and robotic Avengers. I was like, because I was like, are these robotic versions of the regular? I was like, what? I was like, ah. but it was great. And of course, with the Doombot, I mean, it's <laughs> in Vision. I love Vision. Yeah. So Vin Diesel. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, That's been announced yet. So then on, on Sunday, Vin Diesel's the pacifier. <laughs> That's his claim to fame. What is it? Something Corrado. Corrado uh, Fast and the Furious. Now, the thing, um, when I watch a Vin Diesel movie, it makes me want to work out. When I, I don't know what it is. Because, you know, you just, yeah, just Vin Diesel is... Big arms. Then you put him next to the rock, and he looks incredibly tiny. He does. It's, yeah. well, I, I've, I've only seen the first Fast and the Furious. Four, five, and six are where it's at. You know what? They're all where it's at for different <laughs> reasons. They're all. That's fast a different. I could do a whole podcast on why I love the Fast movies. Yeah. But Sunday, uh, I went um, talked to some members of the Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go. Uh-huh. So I talked to now Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Because, you know, T-A-R-A. Yeah. can go either way. So, before we started rolling, I was, I was like, is it Tara or Tara? And she's... And I, I forget the one, but she's like, my mom called me Tara. Yeah. My dad called me Tara. She's like, so you can pick. So, I was like, that doesn't answer the question. It's yeah. like, which would you prefer? So, she she was great. Um, you know, she she did the Raven voice. And um, she, she also... people I don't know if people ever... Maybe everyone's aware of it. But she also voiced Raven in Injustice. But she said okay. that they, they kind of digitally altered her voice a little bit. And she's like, I didn't know they were going to do that. But, you know, she didn't have a problem with it. Um, so, yeah, she, 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 was, she was great. Um, then I talked to Kari Payton, <laughs> cyborg. He, he's just, he, he's so bolsterous. He's so loud. I mean, and he's such a great guy. Yeah. Um, and, and he remembered me from WonderCon, which was nice. And as we're, we're doing the interview... Greg Sipes, the voice of Beast Boy, and, and Michelangelo, Michelangelo, and yeah. Iron Fist, and others. <laughs> he just, he was, first of all, so watch the video, because he, he's wearing this, like, animal onesie, with, like, <laughs> nothing underneath, I'm assuming. He had glasses on, he's just, he's just so, such a personality himself. He just barges in on our interview and just starts talking, and it just, just went, I don't even know where it went, but it, it was just, it was, it was, it was so great. Um, Did he recognize you? Because I know you've interviewed him before. Yeah, I interviewed both of them. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know, maybe, but it was it was just, they just, and he, every once in a while, you know, he, he goes into the voice. Oh, I also, I also um, interviewed uh, the voice of Robin, um, I think it's Scott Mendel, and, because I asked him, because he has to do a lot of yelling and everything, but he, mm. he's, 
I guess he's okay with that. I would think because you know they 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 tend to record together. I don't know how they could do it. And, and you know he, he's mentioned they've messed up takes before. Yeah. You know, and it's like even though if you're a professional voice actor, it seems like it'd be kind of weird if if you had to like yell a lot, like really get into it with all these other people watching. It'd be yeah. Like, but he's like, he's like, no, no. You know, so I guess he's very professional. So I talked to those guys. Um, I talked to one of the producers, um, Aaron Horvath. Um, and then after that, I talked to uh, Beware the Batman. Mm-hmm. So I talked to J.B. Blanc, who's the voice of Alfred. So that, that's, I mean, if, if you've seen... They were a Batman. I've only seen the first episode because that second episode was this weekend. Yeah, it was yesterday. So obviously we did not watch it. Um, and hopefully it's on my DPR. Uh, so he talked about how Alfred is so different. Mm-hmm. And they're really playing up. He was a former MI6 agent. He's a little younger. Um, he's he's more active. But he Definitely. Gets, he gets injured in the first episode, which could lead to fact. You know, he this is where he realizes he's getting older. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be more of that. And it also that allows the introduction of Katana to come into the picture. And I talked to Anthony, oh, I forgot how, Ryu Vivar, something like that. I got his name right, and he was he was he was happy. <laughs> um, so he's the voice of, of Batman. So, so I talked to him, and it's it's always interesting because so many people play Batman, and it's, and it's like if oh I, I see another one. I, I also talked to Sam Daly, Timothy Daly's son, who's oh, doing okay. Superman in Flashpoint. Really? Yeah. So, you know, that's the thing. And so, because I, I asked him, you know, I was like, did, did you ask your dad for pointers? It's like, and, and you know, with Anthony for Batman, it's like, do you check out the other versions, like the other live performances and other <coughs> recordings, or do you try to do it separately? And he asked me, he's like, you know, what, what should I read? What should I watch? And they're like, nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, just make this your own. Yeah. When he auditioned, they liked what he did, so they're yeah. just like work. You know, keep with thing. that. Meanwhile, most of us just have Kevin Conroy in our head yeah. over and over again. <laughs> and Kevin Conroy, it's not a secret; he's in Flashpoint. So even though um, there is someone else doing Batman, so <laughs> he's he's Batman. Yeah. Um, so then back to Sunday. Matt talked to Ray Fox. The, oh, this was like. Uh, well, we're still it's Sunday now for us. Uh, it was like nerdgasm day is the best. Like I got to interview like really two like writers I really really enjoy. Yeah, so Ray Fox we talked about uh, Trinity War, Pandora, Justice League Dark, mainly Pandora, and like I really enjoyed Pandora. I love Justice League Dark and Constantine. Um, love Constantine too. So and we kind of talked about the back and forth between Vertigo and DC with. Constantine, sorry, Tony, you're giving me the word. No, no, no. I'm just saying because you always say how I always give you such a hard time or everything. You always but, give me a hard time but, about but, everything. But when I arrange all these interviews, uh-huh. I'm like Robert Venditti, Exo Man of War. Matt probably wants to talk to him about that. Yeah. Ray Fox, Matt probably wants to talk to him. Tom Taylor, Greg's going to want to talk. Yeah. To so you know, I, I I share you do stuff. So, so I, was, I was I was definitely nervous about that. I was a little bit more nervous about the second one that I did, which uh, um, I can't pronounce this. <laughs> uh, Josh Fielkov. Um, 
He says it a little differently. Fialkov. Fialkov. I think that's how he says it, but I don't think that. That was awesome because it was another sit-down interview for me, and I really like sitting down. <laughs> uh, and I got to sit up where the signings were for the Marvel uh, writers and artists, and people were taking pictures like Josh, and then uh, Jerry Dugan was next to me, and Brian Poshin. Poshin. Poshin, okay. Um, so they're taking pictures, and then someone started taking a picture of me, and I'm just like, uh... <laughs> I'm not the guy who draws Thor like it says above me, but uh, thank you. And he's he was a lot of fun. We just kind of goofed around, and I love Ultimates. I don't know how I feel about the sit down interviews at the DC booth because those chairs were a little like. Yeah, you had uh, Scott Snyder today, and it was like it's kind of it's they're too far lean yeah. back. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's how it was when I interviewed Ross Ritchie because we were at at the the Hilton Bayfront. Yeah, and so we were we did a sit down, and it's just like you just get so comfortable and. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I I talked to Scott Snyder about Batman, and I don't know if, if I mentioned that here on the podcast or if I told you guys before. But he was just like saying all this stuff, yeah. And then, and then the PR was like like kicking him. He's like 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 stop stop talking about that. And then he's like he's like kind of shooing her away. Um, and then I asked him a little bit about uh, Superman Unchained. He kind of uh, does the same stuff in panels. On the two panels that I saw him with, he opens it saying, you know, I don't want to show you guys just covers that you've erased. Yeah, he's in a, solicitation. He's a, that, he said that. He's like, yeah. you wait in line, you came all this way, exactly. and I can tell you the same stuff. He's like, I'm going to... But at the same time, he's not going to spoil everything. But He gave he a good to, amount of weight during the Superman Unchained panel. Yeah, he wants to give you enough, make it worth it for yeah. you going. And you could see one of the editorial guys like, uh, <laughs> well... Yeah. Um, and then... Greg talked to Tom Taylor for a long time. Yeah. That was a long time. Yeah, it was great to finally meet him. I obviously am head over heels about his work. I mean, every Tuesday he continues to impress me with his Injustice Gods Among Us digital chapter. Uh, I think he just nails it with every character, and he brings such a different tone to each chapter. Uh, For example, one of the most recent issues didn't have like a single punch throw. It's a chess game. Yeah, it was it was a super speed chess game between Superman and Flash and it was dealing with moral issues and it was also the Kents talking with Lex Luthor as he creates these uh Kryptonian pills which will give people power and they were kind of putting him in putting him in his place. Uh, well it's spoilers. I mean yeah. you played the game so you know about yeah. the pills, correct? Yeah, I do. Alright. Well I won't go any further than that. Well, um, but yeah, it was just, uh, he was a super cool guy. It was really great talking to him. Uh, I was kind of all over the place though, because I, I was sweating profusely. I was rushing from the opposite side of the hall, trying to navigate through a herd of people. And that took a toll on me. <laughs> and so when I was finally talking to him, I'm, I'm super sweaty and it's going in my eye and it's burning. And that's kind of distracting headband. my focus. Yeah, I should have worn man. a Ryu headband. That would have been awesome. But, uh, unfortunately that kind of made my mind drift and I kept jumping between topics but he he was a really cool dude and uh, he you know he seemed to have a lot of fun answering each question so hopefully it's an entertaining video despite me being a sweaty mess uh, but yeah after that um, it, it was a real like you said a fangasm day for me because I got to for all of us yeah really. I got to like, talk to him and then later I got to go play uh, surprise surprise Ninja Turtles out of the shadows <laughs> Greg played a Ninja Turtles game and like it who would have guessed that uh, yeah I got to talk to the lead designer got to play it for a while and I see that's another one I, I could have taken that but I was like no Greg's gonna do this I'm very grateful for that uh, I had a lot of fun playing it 
Uh, so yeah, the interview with him, as well as gameplay that. video, should be live sometime. Uh, maybe when you're listening to this, maybe after. But uh, hopefully you'll watch the gameplay and love it half as much as I do. Or maybe we'll just scrap the whole video. That's also a possibility. And if that does happen, just take my word for it. It was very fun, and I will have a review for it. <laughs> and he didn't record it. Uh, and then uh, the last interview of the day, well, actually, I guess that was the last one, but uh, Jen talked to Brian Bucciolato. Bucciolato! I always wanted to say it like that. Since so, I think someone put a comment, was like, oh, Tony's probably talked to his, his man crush Brian or something, something like that, but... So, so Jen interviewed him. Yeah, take that, commenter. Um, so you were wrong. Um... There, there was an almost interview um, with with Brian Michael Bendis, so I had talked to him about about doing that, but it was just kind of late on Sunday, and we were, <laughs> I think we were all tired, and yeah, Sunday was just crazy, and so so yeah, that that was the almost interview that happened. So I got to talk to him sometime, um, and I guess that's it. Uh, what would oh, you I, have asked Bendis if you got to talk to him? What's like the biggest question you wanted to ask? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant. I don't know if it's something I should ask him or not. But my whole thing is about the time travel thing. It's like how he's changed it. Because it used to be you could not travel back in time. You travel back in time, you created an alternate reality. Yeah. But now with Age of Ultron, obviously that's not necessarily the case. And then with, if we're assuming that all new X-Men, if the, they're the original X-Men and not X-Men from another reality... You know, so I'm I'm just curious with that if if they've just decided that we're gonna we're gonna you know time travel the ability has been changed. Um, so, but definitely, you know, I, I would talk about that and Battle of the Atoms or whatever. Or maybe why Ultimate Spider-Man is a year ahead of Ultimates and uh, Ultimate X-Men. Yeah. So that's what. Or the Ultron head in Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yep. It's like, that, why didn't Moon Knight have a bigger role in Age of So Ultron? all of our Brian Bar- Michael Bendis questions are just overly critical questions. Well, not even overly critical, <laughs> yeah, just like, critical. Interview over. That, that's really what happened. He, yeah. just, he, he kicked me out of the Marvel. <laughs> Saw book. your list of questions. No, He's thank like, you. Like, like, Thanks for writing all these great books. But Mini Age of Ultron 3. <laughs> um, also, I, I did a mystery art challenge. You certainly um, did. I'm hoping that that is going up Tuesday. So... That I want to see those. Um, I'll show you in a sec when we're done here. And uh, then we have the off their minds. So there will be five mm-hmm. of those coming over the next few weeks, several weeks. I interviewed cosplayers. I um, definitely did that. If we use that video. If we use that video. <laughs> and, I uh, wanted to film more. Um, oh, Andy Smile, not being used. Like, what? <laughs> what? What cosplayer? Deleted. <laughs> Oops. Um. Yeah, yeah. There's another. Other. I think there's some other videos that didn't quite work out. Um, but that that was pretty much Comic Con. Got a bunch of stuff that I got to try to figure out if I can pack in my suitcase. Comic Con. It's a callback to one of your videos from like two years ago. I thought you were going for Star Trek there with the con at the end. No. No. I got everything. Everything fits in my bag, so I'm very excited. I'm 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 concerned about my Peter Porker Spider Ham yeah. mini bust. I don't know if I want to put that in a suitcase, and it won't fit on my my carry on because I have to take my camera. I have to I have to put my sketchbook in there. 
There's yeah. no way I'm putting that in the carry in a suitcase. What are you checking it? I'm checking my suitcase. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So I'm not checking in sketchbook, and I'm not checking in or not putting my camera. Yeah. In there. So get a bigger man bag like I have. No, you don't man want to because I mean honestly, I mean my my backpack barely fits under the seat because I'm always in the aisle seat. Yeah. And it barely fits under there, so it's like, and and trying to do the overhead thing. It doesn't always work. I mean, you know, a lot of times, you, by the time you get on the plane, it's not. <laughs> and I'm going to be in the back of the plane again. But hopefully, probably, probably not. I had, I had a smooth flight out here. I had, I had more room. You don't. You don't have a very long flight, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like an yeah. hour, almost not even an hour and a half. So that's, I'm not fine. I'm not going to complain about mine because. Greg's is a lot longer. I'm four hours and you're six. I'm connecting in Texas. How how is it? Do you prefer the layover? You know, no. To give you a little break. Oh, I would rather just get it over with. That's what I figure. I mean, yeah. I I try to. I mean, I don't know if I guess connecting is a little cheaper, mm. but I would rather just you know we we whenever yeah. my, my wife and my daughter and I travel, it's like it's always direct. But for you, Greg, there were no direct flights from where you wanted to fly out. So. Maybe she'd be less picky about where you fly out from. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, how do you feel about flying out from uh, Sarasota, Florida? Sounds Would you mind driving drive down, down there? Yeah. yeah, I'll drive down two days earlier. Um, we should have some cosplay pictures up. I don't know by the time. Well, definitely not by the time you listen to this. Um, so Pat Loika is busy taking a bunch of pictures, and and he's um, tweaking or cropping or whatever. So yeah. he'll be getting to the, those to me. I don't know if I'm going to get those uploaded. Before I have to leave for the airport, so that may have to wait. So, but you should get. I mean, Pat, if if you know Pat from his podcast, Lycomania, or if you've seen his, I mean, he takes he goes to tons of shows and takes tons of pictures. So, I'm just going to assume they're gonna be awesome pictures. Yeah, we've I've seen his pictures; they're fantastic. Yeah, and um, Norm, um, I I got Norm into a open glass. Um, tour at Sideshow Collectibles. I didn't go because he had to be there at seven forty-five Thursday in the morning. This is before it opened. Yeah. So the, you you got to go to Sideshow and they would open all because trying to take a picture in the glass case, you, yeah. you get the reflection. There, there's lights and like that. So they had a they they invited me to go at seven. Oh, I didn't, that's the other thing I didn't mention. Um, so I, I let Norm go there, so he was going to share those pictures. Because um, Norm and Joey, we, we saw them here. Yeah, numerous times. But also Saturday, I forgot to mention, on the GameSpot live show, we had Sideshow. I, I arranged for Sideshow Collectibles to come over, and they gave away, uh, or were giving away, a Scarlet Witch premium figure. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's amazing. And, you know, so it's it's, it's a statue, but the, there's a, like a cloth cape, and it's got wire, hmm. so you can kind of, you know. <laughs> can I, can I win that? <laughs> you, you, I, you might be too late. Welcome home. Can't win it. But, um, I guess that's it for San Diego. Yeah. Um, I'm tired. Yeah, I got to pack, and I got to wait for those pictures. And I, w- I want to start editing the mystery art challenge. I don't know. Then we get to that. And that. I probably should start editing that if I want to post it on Tuesday, since I'm flying out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the podcast, and we end, and we're all tired. 
This goes live on Monday, correct? It's going to go live as soon as I'm done Okay. I was going to update, uh, since I know a lot of people follow it, I was going to update the Comic Vine title of the week on Monday, but uh, I was under the impression at the time that I would get home at a reasonable hour, but I'm basically spending my whole day traveling tomorrow, so it's going to be early Tuesday morning where I'll I'll update that, and so... I don't think there's going to be a lot of updates on Comic Vine on Monday. No. Um, I mean, videos will be going up, so... By the time people, you know, if people, whatever time zone, because it's late for us on Sunday right now, so... 11.38. Yeah, so the, by the time they wake up, there should be some new videos they probably haven't seen. This, yeah. The podcast yeah. will be up. Um, there will be no essentials posted this week. Mm-mm. Um, we'll tweet what comics we're looking forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even know what comes out this week. I haven't even looked. Yeah. All I know is The Flash is coming out. Um which was interesting because if, if you seen the cover of the Flash, it's Flash and a female in a suit, and I thought it was it was it was the Flash and Patty Spivet, mm-hmm. but apparently it's not because uh, Brian had a print and it had the, the name, and I was like, I didn't know that was her. He's like, you didn't know that, so I don't I don't think it was mentioned in the solicits, which I you know sometimes try to avoid. Yeah, so I know that's coming out. That's the only thing I noticed coming out this week. I'm not sure what else. I haven't even looked yet. Liar by. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then Tuesday, we should hopefully be starting to get back on schedule. There will be an Invincibly Supermassive comic book podcast of stuff mm-hmm. on Wednesday um, with a very funny guy. Um, that's his actual, that's his birth name, very funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then we'll have a regular podcast on Friday. And reviews on Wednesday, and and that's it. And Comic Con will be a thing of the past. It's hard to believe it's it's over already. Until the you are just dropping everything everywhere right now. Tony's the best. Uh, Until um, a few other events, New York Comic Con, most notably down the road. Uh, Well, I guess we can mention, and you know, we'll, we'll talk more about it. Is Greg and I will be going to Fan Expo. The end of August. Hello, Canada. Matt decides, like, oh, I'm going to go to someone's wedding. Somewhere. I'm going to go to my, my sister-in-law's wedding. Yeah. And I don't have a passport, so I can't even go to my motherland of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I haven't seen my family in seven years. I don't have a passport either. I, I have to... I got my passport pictures taken. Yeah. But I got to... I got to go be an usher at the wedding. And um, Andy's not going... He's That's because be I'm busy. not going. Andy's not going because I'm not going. He's gonna be busy somewhere else. Doing Gamescom. Some... Gamescom. Gamescom. Com. Com. And that's where? Germany. Germany. So they play video games. Oh in man, that sounds a lot better than a wedding I'm going to. <laughs> you want that? Yeah. You need a passport. Yeah, you, want uh, <laughs> you beat me again. He's like, you want to come? That's cool. You're not going. Was <laughs> is das? Alright, that's the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll try to do some sort of like summary, you know, of everything. There is a San Diego Comic Con 2013 page where everything is linked to. Yes. So right now it is not updated. It, it has maybe like two or three sentences. But if you hit the video tabs, provided Andy tagged all the videos as San Diego Comic Con 2013, they should all be listed there. And. provided Matt, Greg, and Jen linked all their articles 
I think I did. 2000, San Diego Comic-Con 2013. They'll show up in the news tab. I did it. not do that for a single one. Then none of those will show up in the news <laughs> just, just mine will. So maybe you might want to... I'll go ahead and edit them add, add right that. before my flight. And... Um, yeah, and then that's also where all the cosplay videos will videos images will will go. Oh, Andy, are you doing a cosplay video? Yeah, eventually. Eventually, eventually. What do you mean eventually? So there there will be another cool cosplay video coming up later this week. And that's the thing is, you know, we don't need to get everything out. At no, once. it's like you know, because I'm sure some I haven't watched all the videos. I haven't had a chance to watch. I've them. watched uh, the first day, maybe and part of the I second wa- day. Yeah, I watched. I, I watch all of Thursdays. I think I watch all of Fridays. I don't think. I, I think I got most of Saturdays, but yeah, and obviously I don't watch any today's because I don't think they're up yet. Andy's working hard. <laughs> no, two two of them went live during the podcast. Oh wow! Yeah. Your uh, conversation with Scott Snyder was one of them, and the other one is your interviews with the Teen Titans Go people. Oh my goodness! I two okay, super podcast over. You got to watch that, that <laughs> interview. All right, thanks everyone. Um, hope you enjoyed the coverage. Uh, thanks to all the people we, we met. I mm-hmm. gave away all the comics yeah. that I brought. Yep. Gave away all the Marvel cards that I brought. I gave away one Menudo card. I have nothing to give away, but it was great seeing some people. But you did gain uh, someone in a Star Wars trading card. Yeah, Josh Fieldcoff gave that to me. And you, and you did get your... Um, your Josh Williamson Ghosted Haiku comic. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but thank you, Josh, for that. He wrote a haiku on the cover of Ghosted One for me. <laughs> and it was funny because when he brought it over, he's like, I'll be over here. And he was he, he, he was actually like counting. Yeah, as I'm interviewing Josh. I was like, it was like where'd he go? And then I summoned her and he's like, he's like trying to do the 575. So he he delivered on that. Hey, let me pull my, can I pull up my podcast? Can I plug it on here? Can I plug it on here? No, I have this time. Okay. But. <laughs> Am I allowed to do on this? Whatever. Okay, it's my mic. I mean, I'm just saying. Get on the mic, Mike. <laughs> hey, I have a podcast called Verse the Net. Check it out on iTunes or on Stitcher. Verse the Net. We talk about internet subculture. Three comedians from Chicago. It's pretty funny. People like it. I'm not on last week's episode, so that's the best one to listen to. So, like, V-E-R-S-E. V-S. Verse. This. You said verse. The Night. Verse. That's Verses. But this. V. V S T H E N E T. Is there a period? V S period or just? V-S-T-H-E? Well, the website is v s t h e dot net. Okay, that's more clever. So there's that. If 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 yeah. <laughs> People like we got our first live show in August. Come see it in Chicago. No, we don't do it. And and you probably have a Facebook page. Facebook. Look, I'm on Facebook. Fa- Facebook.com, <laughs> uh, Tony, uh, forward slash comic vine. That's one. Mm-hmm. And Facebook.com forward slash this the net. Super massive podcast. Super massive podcast of uh, intelligent stuff. <laughs> and this. Super massive title for a podcast. <laughs> the invincibly super massive comic book podcast of stuff. Because comic book podcasts are probably taken. It's the invincibly. <laughs> Those were the two options. Super. <laughs> Massive comic book podcast system, and this is just the Comic Book Weekly podcast. See, I was taken; I couldn't use it. Yeah, you couldn't take that. All right, um, it was funny. <laughs> Never mind; we don't even get into that. Dennis Claire was like, I "Was like, how many podcasts have you been doing?" He's like, "I got to start listening to those." I was like, "Like thirty-four." He's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, he was. He was very was like, shocked by how many you put out. He was. He was on like the, the second episode or something like that, yeah. or third. And so it's like, yeah, how many weeks ago was that? Yeah. Dennis Claro. 
So, all right, that's it. We I, I gotta pack, and I gotta go. Yeah, to bed. Yeah, I have an early flight, so I also have to pack. All right, thanks everyone. Bye bye. We'll talk to you. Love you later. all. Goodbye. Bye bye.